Popcorn Heist is an interactive community of pop culture lovers that spans multiple mediums. We dive deep into TV shows and movies of the past, present, and future to bring you the hottest takes and the coldest truths. Do you have what it takes? Join the heist. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Popcorn Heist, the podcast. I'm Jake. I'm Nick. Excited to be back for another exciting episode. This one's really cool. We've been uh, wanting to do this for a while. How you doing, Nick? I'm good. I'm good. Quite a quite interactive episode we, we have coming up. And uh, for those of you who are stumbling upon us for the first time, Popcorn Heist is a brand where we um, share our love for pop culture and movies and shows and, and all that nerdy stuff with the world. Um... And we also have a social media platform. Follow us at Popcorn Heist everywhere. Go to our website, popcornheist.com. And also, especially want to mention that today because, like I said, this is a very interactive episode where we got some uh, great suggestions from fans. Mm -hmm. Very interactive. Not only is it going to be me and Nick blabbing at you, but we got some cool ideas from the fans. And uh, hopefully there'll be some more further interaction after the episode. Uh, We'll see what you guys think of our opinions. But (laughs) I won't spoil everything too too much. Uh, Quickly, I want to like talk to you a little bit, so because a few things happened in the movie and TV show nerdy realm this week since we last put out an episode. Um, you can see my background if you're watching on video. Have you watched Godzilla vs Kong, Nick? I have not yet. I've been meaning to. I heard it was like kind of great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not okay. Normally, I'm not a big fan of like the monster verse, and like I remember when I first heard they were doing this movie, I was like, I have no interest in seeing this i don't know what the appeal is and i kind of loved it it was a really i know i heard it was really good and i i my brother used to be a big godzilla fan like we like one of his favorite movies was godzilla uh it was just godzilla and it was the one where he was like in new york Mm -hmm. it was like the most modern one before the brian cranston one i believe and uh yeah he used to watch a lot of godzilla so i'd watch with him so i i should watch it i should i should set aside a night with him to watch it yeah it it was like obviously you're not going to get like a lot of depth from like the human side of the story but like the battles were awesome the cgi was so cool uh won't spoil who kind of wins the battles but there is kind of a winner and it wasn't interesting yeah so i i won't say anymore but honestly it was pretty solid and it's very fitting because of the topic of this episode but again i got i won't spoil that too early for you guys right now <laughs> but um, you are right yeah for sure. Um, and another thing that happened this week is tons of trailers dropped. I mean, we don't have too much time to talk about it on this episode, but maybe we'll follow up on Instagram for you. But a franchise I'm a huge fan of that holds a special place in my heart, Space Jam released their first trailer. Nick, did you see that? Of course I saw that. that it was so good. I'm so excited. I'm it's so... interesting that like he's he's like um, kind of it's like kind of touching upon other universes that aren't the the uh looney tunes universe too which is really interesting yeah and i know like i mean you guys know if you've listened to popcorn heist or if you've seen us on social media that nick and i love a cinematic universe our literally our last episode was about connecting universes (laughs) (laughs) and this space jam looks like it's going all out like there's so many easter eggs that so many characters are going to be in it and i'm just like i eat that up like I, I saw a that. little game for immediately saw the game of thrones reference in there i know how cool was that i was like that's crazy so cool and then when he was like i'm building a team and then it was like i got a team for you and it was the looney teams i kind of wanted him to like build a team of like outside people but obviously that's not going to happen in space jam no that would have been so cool but i think yeah, but like that's just a different whole movie yeah but i yeah. think i've heard like rumors i'm not sure if this is confirmed but like the looney tunes are split up in the movie and he has to go through different movies throughout the warner brother platform to like find the members of the looney tunes and recruit them for the that'd team. be awesome yeah i'm like super hyped i mean who knows i don't think it'll live up to the original because that's just a special movie in the pl- in history of cinema but... best movie ever <laughs> <laughs> and uh no, but I'm super excited. We'll get into that. Uh, hopefully, I'll, I'll try to put out an IGTV video for you guys. Um, just breaking more it down. More Space Jam to come, guys. Definitely. More Space Jam to oh, come. Oh, yeah. I think we, I think we got to <laughs> do a watch sure. party for that. Like, yeah, yeah, we should. We should. Maybe maybe we'll add that. Um, yeah. 
but also aside from Space Jam, we got like two Marvel trailers. There was Black Widow and Loki this week. Just like I felt like a lot right. of stuff was dropping. It was yeah, yeah. Black Widow trailer pretty solid. Um, Loki trailer to be honest, like not my favorite trailer, but I'm still excited. I like that it was about the timelines, like it referenced the, the timelines, and that people are trying to fix it. I didn't really realize that was going to be the plot of it, which is is kind of cool. Yeah, very cool. Love that. So I like that part of it. it. Yeah, yeah, I love, yeah, I love Owen Wilson. Wow. <laughs> he's so good. Like, people meme him for his wow in his voice, but I I, he, I think he's a great actor. Uh, but anyway, let's get to the topic of the episode, Nick. This is really fun. Let's wanna, do it. Why don't you break it down for the listeners? What are we going to be talking about? Right. So, like we said, on our Instagram, we try to do a lot of interactive stuff. You know, Popcorn Heist is not just about Jake and I talking. It's about interacting with the other people who love movies. And something we do on our story every Saturday is a Versus series. And every first Saturday of every month, we do a Rapid Fire Versus series. But that's that's another whole thing. Um, so, <laughs> we try to get people to vote on our Instagram story uh, in a bunch of different polls. And, um, some, like I said, something we do every week. And... We did get some suggestions on Versus series that uh, some people who follow us would like to see. And we we chose a few that we thought were quite interesting. And we figured we'd talk about them on this podcast. So thanks to everyone who submitted your ideas. We Thank really you guys. appreciate it. And mm-hmm. we're excited to talk about all these ones. Um, yeah. Yeah. Super exciting. I mean, maybe we'll make this a, a recurring thing. I think we will because it seems like a really fun topic. And hopefully, I'm hoping eventually we can start doing this live where we can talk like mention what you guys submitted and then you guys can live react to how yeah. we're how we're going through the verses but that's for in the future um, i mean there's no there's no shortage of great verses series in movies and shows you could literally do anything oh. you want yeah there's, and there's, when, we, when we say verses we're talking at anything we're talking who would win in a fight which show is better better couple worse couple we've done on our story we've done better animal sidekick unfortunately we don't have that one today Mm-mm. um we got we got it, it ranges from very different things just recently we did which location would you rather visit in within one universe um, mm-hmm. so all persons yeah. places or things are up for yeah. grabs in a versus series. all nouns <laughs> <laughs> maybe verbs i don't know if we've done verbs before i don't know if we have no okay we'll have to do a verb P- one. put it on the list would Next you what would series. you rather do <laughs> oh that's I, I actually thought you were kind of joking, but that's a good way to No, we to can do a verb. It. Yeah, <laughs> let's do it. Um, okay. So before we get into the versus matchups, as we always do for every episode, is we have a quote of the episode because Nick and I bond over quotes. We quote things obnoxiously to each other all the time. We try to get each other to to guess what they are. And this and one- might I add, this is one that we, we quote a lot. This is, this is a known one. This is a great one. This is- <laughs> In the in the top, like, if you if we had a speed dial of quotes, this would be at the top of the speed dial, maybe. Um, oh yeah, agreed. So this is from Star Wars: Revenge of the Sith, and so many great quotes. I'm gonna lay it down for you guys right now. So being that we're pitting uh, things against each other in matchups, this is the quote that we chose: "You have lost. No, 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 no. You will die." <laughs> force electricity and yep that is mace windu fighting against well at that at that point chancellor palpatine not emperor palpatine yet so um amazing scene amazing quote really Gotta not love palpatine not a proper contextual response for palpatine but that's why we love that quote not yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is that our first palpatine quote for an episode it might be i think so and that's that's saying something. I mean, like we've we've held back. We haven't done it before. Saving it for the proper moment, you know. Just like Palpatine, right. he waited in the shadows Agreed. for the proper moment. <laughs> we waited till episode eleven, right? This episode eleven, yeah, right. it is episode yeah. eleven. Yep. So there's your Palpatine quote. First one. Mm-hmm. Uh, congratulations, you made it. Um, <laughs> so let's get right into the verses series. Like like we said, these are all submitted to us from our followers on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we will give credit where credit's due and let's just get into the first one. Let's do it, Nick. Um, this one is Nickelodeon versus Cartoon Network cartoons. And this one was submitted by Timmy Cohen. Thanks, so, Timmy. Thank you, Timmy. All right. What do you think? So the, med- the my immediate answer, my knee-jerk reaction to this when I first saw it was Nickelodeon because obviously you got SpongeBob 
You got Fairly Odd Parents. You got Danny Phantom. You got uh, Ren and Stimpy. You got um, Invader Zim, Cat Dog. Like so many like iconic Nickelodeon characters. But then I thought about it for a while, and Cartoon Network has a lot of sleepers that maybe you don't think of. And I'll, I'll lay them down for you too. You got Courage the Cowardly Dog. You got Johnny Bravo. You got uh, Teen Titans. You got Ben Ten. You got uh, Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. I think what sets them apart and kind of what makes them Dexter's laboratory. Dexter's laboratory. Yeah. Um, I think that Nickelodeon like has the standouts that have stood the test of time, like fairly odd parents and um, Jimmy Neutron and, and SpongeBob. SpongeBob, but cartoon network was always a consistent, if that makes sense. Like there was always a cartoon network show on that I was into. Whereas Nickelodeon, like some of their cartoons, like kind of like, they would come out with a cartoon every once in a while that I was like, I'm not into this at all, but I was always into SpongeBob, always into fairly odd parents, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I grew up in a Nickelodeon house. I, I, I feel like all those cartoon network shows you named, I was never like a consistent, consistent watcher. Maybe Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends would be like, maybe the only one. Um, what? Okay. What channel was Chalk Zone on? Chalk Zone was Is Nickelodeon. That Nickelodeon? That was Nickelodeon. Okay, Nickel- Great. Nickelodeon wins. <laughs> Simply because of Chalk Zone. <laughs> Simply because of, I don't know why Chalk Zone just came to my head. Rudy's got the Chalk, Chalk, the Chalk, Chalk Zone. Um, but no, I mean, SpongeBob in itself is like the best cartoon kid show. It's, it's 100% the best one. Yeah. Um, and for, like you said, Fairly Odd Parents, Jimmy Neutron are such huge ones. And I feel like Nickelodeon Loki had some sleepers too, like um, Teenage Robot. My Life as a Teenage Robot was a good one. Oh, true, true. true. Chalk Zone was a good one. Um, Hey Arnold was a good one. I mean, Hey Arnold wasn't really that low key, but um, right? Hey Arnold was Nickelodeon, right? Yeah. Oh, and Rugrats yeah. is Nickelodeon too. And Rugrats, um, all grown up. That one too. Oh my god, all <laughs> not grown as up. good though. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I feel like I feel like Nickelodeon for this one is a clear winner for me. Um, Cartoon Network had some great shows, but I I guess I just didn't watch them as consistently. And I don't know. I feel like Nickelodeon just like I feel like that they're both have like a good amount of medium ones and then Nickelodeon just has like the best, the top three, which is SpongeBob, Fairly Odd Parents, and Jimmy Neutron. It's like clearly those are my fe- three favorite kid shows. So yeah. I gotta go with Nickelodeon. I, I think I agree because even though I've tried I, I was trying to make the argument for Cartoon Number because it's they shouldn't be at they should be respected as well. You know? I agree. Because they should they, be respected but they don't win. No. No, yeah, they had shows like where they'd be good for short periods of time, but Nickelodeon like has like the legendary ones at last long, in my opinion. Um, another one that's kind of like you forget started on Cartoon Network is Clone Wars. Star Wars: The Clone Wars. You're right. Oh my god! Wow! Um, wow! Good point. Okay, yeah. you know what? Maybe it's Cartoon Network. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't do that. But but oh, that's a good one. I forgot. I didn't even like think of that one. Yeah. Right. But it kind of moved. Yeah, that one. Yeah. It moved around a little bit. I mean, there's some Cartoon Network shows I love. I mean, I was a huge Ben 10 fan, huge Teen Titans, and now I'm a huge Clone Wars fan, but nothing tops SpongeBob, even though I'll go on another rant again. But you could go back a few episodes to our worst sequels of all time, and you hear me go on a rant about the decline of SpongeBob. But... I have I have one that's SpongeBob. That's one we talk about all the time. Uh, not SpongeBob. Woo. Gone crazy. One that's Nickelodeon that we talk about all the time that we haven't mentioned yet. Avatar. Oh, the my God. Airbender. Nickelodeon wins. Nickelodeon wins. <laughs> Nickelodeon wins. <laughs> it's got to be. That, I know. that one's a powerhouse, too. That's I know. like my favorite show of all yeah, time. Yeah, I know that's your favorite show, and it's up there yeah. for me. Like, top three favorite shows. Um, Yeah, Nickelodeon wins. Okay, Definitely. Nickelodeon. Winner. Next. Uh, next one. Thank you, Timmy Cohen. Um, Interstellar versus Inception, submitted by at Dylan Malone. <laughs> Lots, <Many> of <laughs> Lots of E's. Lots of E's. All right, you go first on this one. I started the last okay. one. Okay, I can go first on this one. Um... I feel like I feel like they're both like visual masterpieces. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel I feel like the the beginning of Interstellar is a little bit more enjoyable just because it like isn't as much of like it doesn't mess with your head as much. I feel like uh, in Inception, like you have to kind of like figure out what's going on for a lot of the time. Um, Interstellar, it's kind of like 
like there's mystery there, but you're not like figuring out the the how the whole world is like works and how all these different like technologies work. So I feel like that's enjoyable. I love the interstellar scene when we're, they're on the uh, water planet and the big wave comes. It's, like such a cool scene, I think. And they go back up and like so many years have passed. I think that scene's awesome. But ultimately, I feel like Interstellar's ending is just like not that good at all. And I love Inception's ending. I think I think Inception's final act and ending is amazing. And I think Interstellar's fi- final act is just kind of like, how can we throw this together and make it work? And it's just like, kind of like a, out of left field, how, how the, I don't want to spoil Interstellar for anyone, but like kind of out of left field, how the whole thing is resolved. Where I feel like Inception, as much as it is in the beginning like you have to figure out what's going on. I, I like movies like that also where it's like you kind of have to put it together. I feel like when the when the end actually comes about and you you kind of are understanding what's going on, it makes it pretty it makes the ending enjoyable. So, I don't know. I I feel like Inception over Interstellar personally. Yeah, I mean, what you were saying is like the beginning of Inception, you have like to figure out like how this world works. I don't think that's necessarily a fault, you know? I kind of agree because it makes it makes it enjoyable in another way. Yeah. I to be honest, like I I don't I don't remember the ending of Interstellar as much as Inception. Like I think Interstellar like really threw like the ball really high, like set the bar really high, and then like you said, like rounds out. Like it's still an amazing movie and like visually like stellar. But yeah. I think that overall Inception's more well rounded, and I think about like the ending for Inception way more than I do for the ending of Interstellar. Even though like yeah, like and Inception. Come on, you got Leo, you got Tom Hardy, you got Joseph Gordon-Levitt, you got Elliot Page, who was formerly Ellen Page, but now Elliot Page. Um, just a stacked cast. Isn't Michael Caine in that yeah. movie too? He's in yep. every well, Christopher Nolan movie. He's in uh, Interstellar also. Yeah, he's in every in- yeah. Christopher Nolan movie. But Inception is just amazing. I feel like every action scene in that movie is is awesome. Right, I, I I agree. And I, I, how do you feel about the ending of Inception, like the actual last scene? Because I love that ending. I think it's an amazing ending. I like the cliffhanger ending. As much as it like annoys me in the moment, I I like that it doesn't tell you what happens really and it's no. like left up to. No, I love the ending, but I will say that it took me a few watches to really have me sold on the whole limbo thing. Like that used to like I'd be like that doesn't make sense at yeah. all, and then yeah, like yeah. oh, you know. It, it took but it me- does. It's not that. Yeah, it's not that it comes out of left field. It's just kind of like hard to grasp it in, at times. Yeah, it doesn't come out of left field. It's just like once the climax gets going, like they really like go heavy into limbo, and you're trying to like it. Like you're, it's really at you're really asking yourself like, does this actually make sense? But you're trying to figure it out at the same time, so it's kind of like throwing you around. That's why you need to watch it multiple times. Yeah. I also I also feel like for for some reason um I I might get some hate for 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 um dissing Interstellar like this. I feel like Inception's a bit more original, where Interstellar is like a space movie, and they like they give you a bunch of space stuff, which which works and it's cool. But like Inception's just a very original concept, and I I think that's very cool. I agree. I totally agree. Like. I, yeah, not to disinterstellar at all because I think it's awesome and Christopher Nolan did something really unique with it. But yeah, there's a like that idea has been thrown around. Like, what if we go through a wormhole? Like, what's gonna happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I'd say Inception. Yeah, I'd say Inception. So we agree on all of them so far, Jake. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> um, okay, next one is is a one that I this is this is a really good one because we're huge Star Wars fans. This one's from Nick Anderson. It is Anakin versus Vader. This is a very interesting one. And we're talking Anakin in his prime, like right before he turned to the dark side versus Vader, I guess in the suit Vader, like when he's most powerful. Mm. And this is a hypothetical also. This can never really happen. Of course. Um, They're the same person. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Um, Or are they from a certain point of view? What I told you was true from a certain point of view. (laughs) (laughs) From a certain point of view. (laughs) This is a, this is a really tough one for me, actually. Um, I think either of them, like when you when you said like at the height of their like when they're in their prime, like Darth Vader in the prime of his dark side days, and Anakin like Revenge of the Sith, like right before he turns to the dark side, they're both equally conflicted and faulted. So, but so it's kind of hard to decide like which which fault would would um supersede the other it doesn't make sense like darth vader is like kind of no matter how evil and committed he was and like he's like as darth vader like 
he always like I think in the back of his mind had that good in him, which is how Luke drew it out, and he was always had Padme on his mind, which again may have fueled his anger and brought him more towards the dark side. But he always had that confliction, whereas someone like Emperor Palpatine has not conflicted at all about his ways of the dark side. And then Anakin, you always have like at the height of his powers in Revenge of the Sith, he may be like fully committed, but he's still always like questioning the Jedi Order and like kind of worried about Padme. So it's hard to kind of judge. I, I go back to this isn't really an answer, but I saw an interview with Freddie Prince Jr. Uh, recently who voices Kane and Jarrus on uh, Star Wars mm-hmm. Rebels. Yeah. And he was saying like, oh, some people were like upset with uh, how my character's journey ended and stuff. And I was getting like a lot of hateful messages and stuff like how this isn't Star Wars and stuff. And he's like, you guys are all wrong. Like Dave Filoni, who was basically George Lucas Jr. told me that things are going to happen because the force wants it to happen it's the way of people the force. weren't happy with how kanan's story ended i, I think feel so. like that's crazy i think so. he, he i so it was like a quick tiktok he was like talking about like how people weren't happy with things in rebels how they were treating the force and how things happened and he's like dave filoni told me he's like things are gonna happen because the force wills it to happen like jedi are basically vehicles for the force like they serve the force basically. So things are going to yeah. happen the way the force wants it. So it's kind of interesting to kind of bring that idea into this versus, I don't know. What, what, are, what are you thinking? So I, I think, I think I have an answer for this one. Um, but, Oh, it's tough because I feel like Anakin never reached his full potential. It's like said pretty much that Anakin never reached his full potential. He would have been by far the most powerful Jedi, but he was, he was held back by himself and, and he just, turned into Darth Vader before he could reach his full potential. And then he was in the suit, so he couldn't really reach his full potential at that point, which is why the Emperor wanted to replace him with Luke. Um, But I do feel like after Anakin became Vader, he had to, like, reinvent his whole fighting style and, like, use the pain that he was feeling all the time because his suit was very painful. And and the pain from all his all, everything he lost and everything he did to himself and all his all the guilt he felt. And it only fueled him and made him stronger. And having to like relearn a new a completely new fighting style and like use he had to like not just use his lightsaber he had to tap into the force to like give him strength i think that made him so much more of a powerhouse and i think vader has got to be more powerful than anakin i think anakin could have become more powerful than vader if he wasn't a little annoyance but (laughs) um I, i think vader is is crazy powerful i think uh like just look at Rogue One. He he just tore through a bunch of a bunch of rebel like armed forces. These are trained militia, and he just tore through them. And I'm sure Anakin probably could have done a, that a similar damage, but I don't know. I think I think the the hate and the turn to the dark side and all the power that the pain brought him. I, I think Vader would probably win, and I think he's definitely stronger with the Force because he had to rely on the Force when he was like in in the suit but do you think i mean anakin's definitely more agile than vader oh yeah but Def- vader doesn't need to be agile he just like he one movement from vader is a, like a blow anakin was more of like a dancer where vader is like every movement is like a death strike so but what okay but what about if Anakin had the potential, like if he was able to progress more, like Anakin's yeah, and oh, a full Anakin I, potential, I think well, could different. could have could have beat Vader. Yeah, I agree with you, but that's not what happened. I think I think Anakin Revenge of the Sith, like right before he uh, turned to the dark side versus Vader, right before he turned back to the light side, I guess would be maybe his most powerful, or or like maybe a few months before, because at that point he was kind of conflicted. I feel like Vader would have tossed Anakin. I'm I'm inclined to agree with you. I'm just like, torn. but then again, would Luke toss Anakin? Because what? Luke kind of tossed Vader towards the end. I think Luke would probably toss Anakin. No, but I think at that point Vader was so conflict. Like Luke brought yeah. him like to the point of confliction where like he wasn't able to like fight fully against. Luke. Yeah. Um. I don't know, man. I mean. Luke versus Anakin would be an interesting one also, but yeah, uh, that would be an interesting one for a different time. Yeah. Okay. I I think I, I think I agree that you're, and I feel like, I feel like to compare it, to use other people to compare it, Obi-Wan beat Anakin. I don't know if Obi-Wan would have beat Vader. 
Like, if it was most powerful Obi-Wan versus most, most powerful Vader, I feel like it'd probably be a stalemate. And it was in episode four, if you count that. But but Obi-Wan did beat Vader. You always say the argument that that... Oh, that's is. true. He did, beat, he did beat Vader. He beat Vader before he was in the suit. It wasn't Anakin. That's true. But you know what I mean? That's same, like... I think that's, the suit really adds to it. Like you said, like, he was in constant pain all the time. And just the fact that he did that to himself and he knew and he was told that he killed Padme, like, that pain, like only added to how powerful he was with the dark side um i think that if anakin so in the prequels and stuff they kind of like hint at the jedi like is very against like embracing love and like you're not allowed to love and like feel things but then they kind of progress towards that's a good thing um in the original trilogy uh, when luke redeems vader i think if anakin had time to progress to the point where um that's generally accepted in the force and it wasn't conflicting him then he would be more keen and uh, clear-sighted, and he would well, he'd be able to beat. If Anakin Vader. reaches potential, nobody's beating him. But uh, I think that's the Except only. Except Ray. <laughs> <laughs> Never. Let's not get into that. But <laughs> I, but I think that's so force potential. But purely on force potential. At oh, at this then Anakin. Point. Anakin. But but Vader was stronger in the force because he he like had to rely on it, but uh, potential wise, it's gotta be Anakin because it's Palpatine clearly wanted Anakin for his potential. And then once he was in the suit, he was like, I don't want him anymore. I want Luke, but potential is different than the, what they actually got to. And I think Vader reached a higher potential in the force than Anakin did. Okay. If that makes sense. But we could talk about a whole episode on this. We could talk a whole episode. <laughs> I, I, I think I generally agree vader but it's it's really tough i feel like this is almost like a 50 50 if you like if you're bringing it down to semantics and uh down to brass tacks like it's like really really close i think it's a it's a it's close. I, I, I don't know because like when he first turned to vader he was so clouded by like his like first turn to vader i agree when he first turned to Vader, he was so clouded by like oh my like I don't know. He was too pompous and like full of himself, like where he's like, I just want power. And that's what caused him to lose against Obi-Wan. And, but I think in the suit is a much different story. I think, yeah, Vader is willing to go to extremes where Anakin was, was a little extreme, like you see in Clone Wars, but Vader literally killed children and hunted down force users all across the galaxy and destroyed a militia. And he had another, however long it was, 20 years, 19 years to progress into into the original trilogy Vader. So a lot can happen in 19 years when you're training under Palpatine. It's tough. Yeah. If, if, if Anakin reached his full potential and wasn't like clouded by like the old ways of the Jedi, then definitely Anakin. But as it stands in the time of revenge of the Sith to like maybe empire, like those uh, Vader and Anakin, then Vader wins. So, yeah. Yeah. So Vader, so Vader, (laughs) All right, next. This is an interesting one. So this was submitted by Philly Cheese ten twenty six, um, and I we didn't really know what this one meant, so we thought we'd do something interesting with this one. So pretty much what Phil submitted was who's sexier. Didn't give any answers, so we decided to use this one, and we're, we're gonna count to three, and Jake and I are both gonna name someone, and then we're gonna pit those characters against each other. Does that work for you, Jake? Does that work for the followers? Works for me. I got, I got like two in my head. I'm trying to choose between. I got between. one in my head. I got one in my head. <laughs> okay. Uh, you're gonna count down from three. Yeah. Okay. Three, two, one. Sorry, Hedgehog. <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh my god! Sexiest character I could possibly think of. <laughs> Oh, I should have I should have picked someone who's oddly sexy like Vision. <laughs> Specifically Vision in the turtleneck in WandaVision. Oh, oh, Vision's so hot in the turtleneck. Come on. He has I no I have to pick a new character now. He has I'm no... gonna pick someone who could go against Vision instead. Let me think. Or you pick someone that goes against Vision and I'll pick like an animal type person to go against. Okay, Sonic. I like that. Okay, okay. let get, me think. Get, um, sec. Do 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 Oh, I mean, I, I have one. I have one. Okay. I have another I... Marvel character. <laughs> All right. So you want to do, uh, you want to say yours to go against Vision? Yeah. Okay. Thanos. 
<laughs> oh, oh my god that's a that's tough, a one. tough one that's a They're really tough hot. one oh boy i feel like if it was just vision versus thanos it'd be thanos but vision in the turtleneck is fire mm-hmm. he's fire he looks fire <laughs> you want to discuss We're that? About vision in the turtleneck from the finale of wandavision looks fire uh, he has no business looking that shredded in that yeah, turtleneck. I was like, oh my god he looks good <laughs> So All right, what do you think of that it, one? That's tough. Thanos is like uh he's built. He like where where vision is like toned and shredded in that in that sweater. I mean Thanos has got the, the booty, you know? It's tough. He's so got Thanos he, does have the booty. He's he's like I'm a, gonna go with uh I would never would have thought I'd say this, but vision. You you gotta go vision. I mean uh, He looks so good in the like the fit just is is off the charts. Like he looks so good in it. The drip though, the all throughout WandaVision, his outfits are on fire. Yeah. You know? Thanos, I, I like him better as the cyborg than when he looks like a humanoid. I don't know. Like a, a cyborg in a turtleneck greater than humanoid vision. <laughs> Thanos, you know that i mean the memes made him brought it to light about how like toned and like yeah thick uh thicky he was you know yeah but what he really wasn't as thick in the movies as he wasn't some of the memes no but still yeah. thick still thick but like those memes just like whenever i see those i'm like he just looks like ronnie from jersey shore just like bald ronnie bald purple ronnie yeah he does <laughs> he looks like jack peter griffin yeah <laughs> Okay, who's your animated character? Um, so wait, we, we voted Vision for that one, right? Yeah, we voted Vision. Okay, Turtle Night Vision. Okay, um, I am going with... I had one and then I'm like kind of changing it. Wait, I'm looking at my pop figures for inspiration. Mm, tough. Okay, I got it. Um, Garfield. <laughs> got it okay garfield he's like he's like chubby he's like just wants to chill out and yeah. eat lasagna with you you know he hates mondays yeah garfield's a, a a cutie i don't know if i'd say sexy now i feel like sexy like the question is who's sexier not who's better looking <laughs> <laughs> is garfield better what are we talking no, about no no, I don't know that he is. But I mean, Sonic's got to be sexier than Garfield. He's a little more childish than, than Garfield. If he, I don't know if that's uh, sexy, you know? Yeah, but but he's... He, he looks good. He's he's fit. If we're talking about the original design for Sonic in the Sonic the Hedgehog movie? Oh, no, we're talking the new one. <laughs> okay. The one good. that actually came out. <laughs> um... tough one oh i'm changing my i'm changing my answer from garfield am i allowed to do that or do i have to stick with garfield alex the lion from madagascar oh he's hot (laughs) definitely him then Definitely Alex the When you asked me like to pick one to go against Sonic, I had that thing where like I only I could only think of one character. Like when someone asked me what my favorite <laughs> quote is, and I can only think of one quote, I only thought of Garfield, and it wouldn't let me think of anything else. But then I remembered Alex from Madagascar. Okay. Then Alex the Lion. The dude is toned. The dude looks good. He's yeah. Lying. I feel like Sonic. It goes. It goes. Garfield lowest, Sonic, and it high, a little higher than Garfield, and Alex is like way higher than either of them. And then Machamp above them. Oh well, Machamp's Machamp's not in a movie. Is, is Machamp? Does Machamp show up in Detective Pikachu? Because he's the hottest one. I yeah, he does. He does. Oh, uh, no, so no, he counts as a movie character. No, what's the Machamp is the lowest evolution. What's the highest one? It's that's Machamp. No, no, no. Machamp is the highest one. Oh, I thought Machamp Machop is the middle one, and um, Machop. Machop is the lowest one. Yeah. All right, Machamp. Yeah, he's in Detective. He's a cross. He's a co- uh, traffic cop. He's got his like buff arms. Like calling out, a... <laughs> what do we, we need to get off this one? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, next. <laughs> okay, next, next. Re- uh, grossest couple. This is submitted by Olivia Brannigan. Grossest couple: Rachel and Joey versus Jim and Karen. Mm. 
I feel like grossest and worst are like if you my answers for grossest and worst. I don't know. I, I have a thought on that. I feel like I feel like I know which one. Joey and and Rachel are better looking, you know, oh, yeah. than than Jim and Karen. If you're talking about gross and that, well, Jim and Karen are pretty good looking too. I won't lie. Oh, they are. They are. But like I, Jennifer Aniston and uh, I feel like name? you don't like um Karen. Like no one likes Karen. You like Joey and Rachel, but like that's just a weird couple. Like you like both the characters, but like it's just a like I feel like Jim and Karen wasn't out of nowhere. It still served the plot. Joey and Rachel just made no sense to me. I was like, every episode that that was happening, I was like, this just feels wrong. I think I gotta go. I gotta go Joey and Rachel just because like it's gross in like bro code fashion that like Joey is like breaking bro code with Ross and it's gross that like Joey gross, like probably yeah. has multiple sexual <laughs> STIs and <laughs> then yeah I don't know it just, it just feels like I feel weird watching it I I don't feel weird watching Jim and Karen you know yeah I I also I'm not. I think I like Jim and Pam, but I think they're a little bit overplayed. So I don't hate Jim and Karen as much as like everyone else. I feel like it's a necessary plot point. Joey and Rachel just feels like it's out of left field, and I don't like it one bit. I didn't know that people hate Jim and Karen. Like, yeah, like you. Well, obviously... everyone just wants Jim and Pam so bad. Yeah, and wait, wait, doesn't I don't like Karen later in the in the series. Yeah, like, she's annoying. When like when she's like, like, yeah, when she has like a holds a grudge against Jim for like going breaking up with her and like yeah i agree and then she's like mean to pam or whatever or something yeah yeah hate that but i'm gonna go J- rachel and joey gross yeah. couple. wow we've agreed on everything so far i know look at us who would have thought um okay next next question uh submitted by Alyssa jackman is uh, Alyssa jackman spam submitted so really appreciate it Alyssa. <laughs> um, Alyssa, you the bomb yeah you the bomb this is the one we chose uh, Dexter versus Jimmy Neutron. I guess greater boy. We we didn't, she didn't submit the question, but we're gonna give it greater boy scientist or boy genius. Boy genius. There we go. There boy, go. Scientist. <laughs> boy scientist. Boy <laughs> Literally the name of the show, Nick. Jimmy Neutron. Boy, boy genius. <laughs> um, this is probably the toughest one so far. I feel like it's hard to decide this one. It's funny because it's similar to Nick versus Cartoon Network. Yeah, true. Um, so maybe who's smarter? That's a good question. Who's smarter? Yeah, I feel like that that works. Same same thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like Dexter. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like Dexter invents more like crazy, like like disastrous things that need to be solved where. Whereas um, Jimmy is mostly like really cool inventions. Yeah. And it's like other people coming in that he has to like go against sometimes. Sometimes his inventions do cause problems. Yeah. Like we Dexter- know he's got the aliens, the um, egg boys. I forget their names. Oh, I forget what their names are too. I can't, for- I can't remember what they're called. I'll think of it. I just Maybe remember Ublar is like one of their <laughs> Hello, Hello toast. Toast. <laughs> <laughs> anyway um yeah i feel like he's got them he's got beautiful gorgeous he's got like he's oh, got pro- more nemesis professor got- uh professor calamitous yeah 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 but mostly beautiful gorgeous um <laughs> <laughs> they got like the mummies in one episode i feel like yeah I, I i don't know i feel like jimmy has more other enemies coming at him did, did dexter have like an actual enemy i'm trying to like remember he had remember. to have. He definitely did. I feel like we're gonna get heat for this. Are you able to look it up real quick? Let's <laughs> let's, let's look see. it up so that we're we're being Dexter enemy. Correct. My computer's being so Dexter enemy. Oh, Mandark. It's it's the guy who looks like Mr. Crocker a little bit. He looks like a young Mr. Crocker. Let me let me look it up. Dexter's laboratory villain oh i remember that dude okay um honestly i also just didn't watch dexter's laboratory as consistently as i did jimmy neutron so i feel like i gotta go jimmy neutron on this one so i i would go jimmy neutron purely based off of 
um like knowing his show and like mm-hmm. loving him but i feel like if you if you look at dexter's his lab itself i feel like it's way more impressive than than jimmy's lab you know does Jimmy's that lab is pretty cool and goddard and okay. he goes to space on goddard God, that's it's tough but like look at dexter's lab it's like professional shiny like does that stand a testament as to like how smart he is i I think it stands a testament to the animation style. <laughs> no, you're right though. I gotta, mm, I gotta go, Jimmy. Jimmy's my boy. Jimmy. Oh, I'm trying to be unbiased here. I would definitely go Jimmy. I mean, like he's crossed dimensions with uh, with Timmy Turner. He created a, a dimension hopper. Oh, he, don't even get me started on Jimmy Timmy Power th- Hour. Can we can we talk about the cheese ray that he has? <laughs> the the shrink ray the loopy machine um did he give them powers in the end men episode i forget i feel like he might have <laughs> he defeats the egg boys he saves his parents in the original movie from the egg boys this is tough i feel like um oh god Dexter is like the class, like he's got the smart boy accent. He wears a lab coat everywhere. This is, this is very tough. Um, you must choose. I don't know if I can. <laughs> Another Palpatine quote from the same scene. You must choose. <laughs> You have to choose. It's verses for you. We make our followers choose every week. It's only right we do the same. Mm. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm to be. I'm trying not to be biased here, and just based off the arguments I previously made, I'm gonna say Dexter. Even though I love okay. love Jimmy Neutron, he was like one of my favorites as a kid. But like, I don't know. I think Dexter. Um, his lab super shiny and impressive and his his inventions i feel like were like a little like crazier like led to crazier things so maybe they were pushing some more boundaries than uh mm-hmm. than jimmy but i kind of think that's a bad thing <laughs> not that they were pushing more boundaries that they caused more more destruction oh anyway uh so next next is one that honestly it could be a whole episode in itself so we could give a, a shorter version and honestly we could expand on this and i feel like we're gonna end up expanding on this i'm pretty sure i talked about this last episode but um this one's submitted by uh belu chamarez and it is avatar the last airbender versus the legend of Korra. this is a good one i think we we, we plan to to de- definitely devote a whole episode to this at some point yeah um, and i literally think i touched on this last episode when we were talking about you did universes yeah you did um there's there's pros and and cons to both i love both of the shows you know they're 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 similar because they're in the same same universe and they draw on each other a lot but they're so different yeah the animation's a little bit different they core taps more into like the spirit world and like doesn't have like avatar has a singular like thread where it has like a bunch of different plots going on it has a singular thread throughout the entire thing whereas Mm core like each season is like very different um and completely different villain like completely different message um new bending styles um but short long story short you got to go avatar the last airbender i mean yeah it not this argument doesn't always hold true with everything that you're talking about but you can't beat the original in this case i mean they built the world that's fair i don't come on that's not why i like avatar better no but like the avatar built the world so well like there wouldn't be a legend of core without how well uh avatar built the yeah world. it's clear legend of core is like a sequel to avatar yeah like team avatar in avatar the last airbender it, like i feel like i love team avatar in in cora but like uh, not even comparable though. doesn't compare it to like Sokka yeah. and toph oh my god i love toph and ang yeah. and appa like what's a what's cora's dog's name again not uh naga naga like yeah naga doesn't even compare to appa yeah. Well, Naga doesn't do anything. They give they don't give the animals anything to do in Legend of Korra, which is something that always annoyed me. Except Pabu. Um, Pabu. Except Pabu does a few things. I love Pabu, but he only does a few things. Uh, he does just about as much as Momo, maybe a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm, I, I like Avatar better, 100%. Um, 
I do love Legend of Korra. I feel like for years everyone slept on Legend of Korra. I heard a lot of hate towards Legend of Korra, and I always loved it. I think it's a great show. I actually think it takes on some more mature topics than Avatar: The Last Airbender, which is a plus. Uh, Definitely. I think it's. I think the villains are are um, like the. The vi- consistently the villains are better in Legend of Korra. There's some great villains in Avatar: The Last Airbender, but in general, Legend of Korra has better villains. Um, I think they because they take each season as its own story. They they kind of get to tell a, a bunch of different stories with a, a few different morals to each story, and, and like I said, with great villains in each in each season. But but like you said, Avatar: The Last Airbender. It's just so artfully written. It's every episode has its own story. But somehow it still contributes to the overall story, and it's something that's ama- that they do like um, they do an amazing job of. Ha- you could watch one episode and get a full story, but it still doesn't take away from the main the main story arc. Like you said, the gang is amazing in uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender. Uh, Legend of Korra is great, but can't compare. I feel like Legend of Korra is kind of rushing to plot points a lot of the time, so it doesn't have time to like sit still and and uh, put you like deep into the world. I also feel like they try to balance a lot of characters at once. So it's like some, some seasons, certain characters get sidelined and then they'll mm-hmm. come back. Like, like Lin Beifong's not even in season two. And then she comes back as a huge character in season three, the animals get sidelined. A lot of the originals from Avatar, the last airbenders got sidelined. Um, so ultimately I like Avatar better. Cora took a Especially lot. However, great character development. So good. I, I love Avatar, the last airbender, but Cora, Cora took a, a lot more risks. I would say than avatar um you know you have uh, i don't know if, if this is it's kind of a spoiler should it should i say it i mean it's something no. that, should i give a spoiler alert it. and then say it no don't say it don't say it uh well there's something that happens that kind of disconnects both of the series that people don't really like very much um cora is like not very i involved. love that I, th- I like it, but I also wish that like it, they could have included the other person a little bit more. Yeah. Cora um, is not really like she like kind of takes a back seat in the fourth season, the last season, you know, um, and like, I don't know, comparing her as an avatar to Ang, like Ang, like everyone is like would agree that Ang is a better avatar. I and mean, like, like, even though Cora's a great avatar and made some like really like cool decisions and like was put into some cool conflicts like i just think you have to go with ang yeah um i feel like cora was hurt because the seasons were shorter also um but to to those of you who have seen avatar and haven't seen legend of cora and are planning on watching it just know that it's a a completely different show you can't go in thinking like oh this is going to be avatar 2.0 it's not it's its own show and that's what makes it great it's not it's very much not a sequel um, but ultimately Avatar wins that versus series. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like Star Wars in a little bit where like the prequels are like so much different than the originals, but like it was in a good way that expanded the story and like, and Star Wars fans can be very opinionated, like where they think they know more about Star Wars than the creator himself, George Lucas yeah. knows. So, and I feel like I get that same vibe from Avatar where some of the fans were probably saying Cora, this isn't like what avatar is supposed to be this isn't what the world is supposed to be but this is i think it expanded it in a in a really genuine and authentic way it's just um there are some moments like you said like it's a little the pacing is uh, is not as good as a uh, avatar the last airbender uh some of the squad is a little better and the overall message of avatar the way it built to that whole climactic ending like this pros and cons of how each one paces its problems Mm -hmm. but avatar just the way it built the world like you said like it does such a good job of setting that foundation of everything is so iconic and well put together and authentic like the bending styles were created like everything started there and it had to be that authentic and that good to work in order for core for it to catch on like that Mm -hmm. you know there's certain things where there's certain franchises where you're like how did they possibly think of this like how did they make it all to come together so well with avatar everything is done so well where it's the animation the the storylines where albeit maybe a downside of avatar like you mentioned before is that it's a little more childlike than Korra, but everything feels so the beauty of it in a way yeah everything feels so genuine and authentic for avatar the last airbender and i think 
the biggest pro of it is how it builds to that overall uh, resolution in uh, the end of the series. Agreed. Avatar wins. Next one. Last one. Last one. Uh, submitted by A.D. Shaw 4498. This one is, is a big one. Uh, this one could also be, I feel like, a whole episode, but we'll have yeah. to go through it quickly. Uh, Justice League versus the Avengers. I guess who would win the fight also? Oh, boy. Do you want to go first on this one? <laughs> I, I don't even know what to think. Who would win the fight? Oh. So we're talking like the main Justice League in the movie and like the main Avengers. We're not talking the whole, everyone's considered an Avenger. That's, we're that's, talking like the main original squad. That's what we have to decide. Like yeah. Avengers. I feel like it's got to be the main six, like the original six Avengers versus the everyone in the Justice League movie. I think it's six in Justice League, right? Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Flash. Yep. Six. Okay. six so six, six versus... on six. Honestly, who would win in a fight? I, I'm a, I'm an Avengers fan. I love the MCU. Who would win in a fight? I might have to say Justice League. I completely agree. This is really like, tough for me uh, to Superman say. is just too OP. Batman is... His powers are... He doesn't have powers, but he could still beat up Black Widow and Hawkeye, I feel like, both he, of them at the same time. I think he could hold his own against Captain America, too, to be yeah, honest. He might be able to. I mean, he held his own against Superman, if not beat him. Um, and, I mean, Hulk is Hulk is a big one for the Avengers, but they got super speed over here. They got Flash. Yeah. I feel like Superman and Flash themselves, like, the powers are OP. Wonder Woman's pretty OP, too. Yeah, Wonder Woman is kind of, Wonder Woman and Aquaman OP are OP meaning like, overpowered. Yeah. Wonder if, Wo- <laughs> teach you the lingo if you're <laughs> a parent listening. <laughs> um, Wonder Woman is kind of like on par with Thor, almost in my opinion, yeah. like power levels, I would say. Um, Aquaman, I mean, so let, let me lay this down right now. Is that, yeah, if you're a Marvel fan like we are, obviously you are more in love with the characters. You're a stand of the Avengers versus like how a lot of people have problems with how the justice league is portrayed in the movies, but I'm taking it just as the characters itself. Like, yeah, it's a question that I don't know. This is tough. Like, who do you think would win in a fight? Like say we're pitting character against character. Like would, do you think Hulk would beat Superman in a fight? Hulk's technically his powers are, I mean, he's kind of a wuss in the MCU a little bit at certain times, but I think Superman would beat Hulk. His, technically, his powers are unlimited also. Like, the angrier yeah. he gets, the stronger he gets. But he hasn't unlocked them yet, so I'm going to say Superman would win. You think so? Yeah, like, he's unlocked them, but he's, like, a little wimp. What if he? What if Superman beats him up? Like, I don't know. Superman could contend with Thanos, I think, and Thanos beat Hulk up. So I'd say Superman would win that. In, I, the, in the MCU versus the DCEU. Yeah. It's tough. Iron Man is kind of like on par with Batman, in my opinion, yeah. like where like the smarts, if he had advanced preparation, like he could definitely neutralize Superman with some sort of kryptonite, like an enhancement to his suit or something like that. Um, Cap and Batman are kind of like an equal fight. I mean, Black Widow and Hawkeye are like, they're kind of knocked out in this battle. Yeah. I'll be, I'll be quite honest with you. Yeah. They do hold their own with some, some big foes, but I feel like they'd be knocked out against justice league. Yeah. And flash and flash like, is so powerful too. He's so OP. I mean, t- if he fully has the, the full extent of his powers with time travel and like basically freezing time, like the flash, like can, yeah, the flash can take them all out if, if he wanted to. And what about cyborg? Cyborg's pretty powerful too. Cyborg too. Honestly, Cyborg could probably hack into Iron Man's suit and just turn it down. He could. That's true. Um, done. One. Done. One's done. <laughs> he definitely could. I feel like. Yeah, for sure. Aquaman, if he actually uses his water abilities, water then powers. If they're maybe. in New York, he can like cover the whole. <laughs> I know. Now, if the Avengers had, yeah, so I, I think Justice League would would demolish the Avengers. I'm sorry, Avengers. I love you with all I my love heart. You. I. <laughs> Thor. I want to. I wish I was wearing a Marvel shirt to show my love. I don't have a DC shirt. I have many Marvel shirts, but I think Justice League would win this fight. Yeah, I have a Harry Potter shirt on actually. <laughs> no Harry Potter versus no Harry Potter. versus tonight. Question: Do you think that if Thor used his lightning on Aquaman, that he would kill him because Might. of like water and stuff? Well, I don't think I don't think any unless he was like covered in water at the time. I don't think he's any more like 
subject to lightning because of his powers. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think unless he's like covered in water, it would then hurt him a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, I think it would be kind of close if they neutralized um, Superman. Like if Iron Man was able to neutralize Superman. But he wouldn't be because Cyborg would go and turn him off. Yeah. (laughs) But um, I think it would come kind of close in certain respects. I mean, let's say if you expand the Avengers roster, if you got Wanda, if you got Scarlet Witch, then... Then that's a whole different story. Wanda might take on the Justice League herself. Yeah. If if it was Wanda, (laughs) Vision, and and if they had Quicksilver too, even, then I think it's a much more fair Not MCU Quicksilver. MCU Quicksilver sucks. He's still got super speed, but I think Flash is yeah. better than Quicksilver. Oh, yeah. yeah, oh yeah. So Justice League wins. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, the Avengers I- has a lot of potential if you add like extra if you add Scarlet Witch Vision, if you add Doctor Strange. Yeah, but that's like I feel like the Justice League just had hasn't had enough movies to get to that point where they would add all those char- like all a bunch of other characters also. Um if you have the whole portal portals roll up then maybe the avengers will win but that's maybe. <laughs> that might be the only way <laughs> then they have a huge handicap yeah huge, yeah what um, about what about who's a better squad quickly who's a better squad oh by the end of it but by, by what we've seen in the mcu definitely the avengers mm-hmm. they're like been through so much together they yeah. broke up and they got back together oh definitely the avengers better squad oh, that breaks my heart to see the avengers fail but i know this is, well, this is I, Jake, I'm thinking maybe we should put all these verses on our story. Uh, like, even though we don't have rapid fire coming up, why not just put them on our story and have everyone vote on them? We could promote the episode a little bit, a little bit yeah. of tie in. I feel I like, like that. That'd be fun. I, I like that. See what everyone else thinks. Yeah, let's do it. All so right. A little mini rapid fire with all, all our fan submissions, ones that we voted on. So that'd be that'd be cool. I feel like that'd be awesome. Definitely. So who we'll is give sexier? You- uh, Thanos versus Turtleneck Vision. <laughs> is the most important one (laughs) you all get to vote yes this saturday we'll give you your shout outs too obviously like nick said you get your credit where credit is due um yeah that's gonna be fun yeah yeah and we we hope you guys come and listen to the episode this saturday check our story yeah (laughs) well this has been fun we definitely should do this again yeah, I agree. We're, we're definitely going to do more versus battles. Uh, maybe we'll like theme them too. We'll yeah. do like different themes to because I don't think some some people misunderstood uh, the the question for who's sexier. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Phil. Um, we love you, Phil. So yeah, this has been a fun episode. Um, just to close it out, I want to give a quick shout out uh, that we at popcorn heist just launched our patreon page and if you don't know what that is is it's a platform where you can get more exclusive content from popcorn heist so for example what we're offering is for a subscription fee we have two tiers we have a two dollar fee which you can join the heist as we call it and that's just to support the daily uh, costs of running this podcast and running the entire empire if you want to call it of a popcorn heist we we put a lot of effort into it uh, but we'd greatly appreciate any support if you maybe just don't want extra content but you like what we're doing want to support us Uh, then we have a different tier that's five dollars a month and you'll get uh, weekly episode reviews for marvel and star wars shows you'll get live stream trivia tuesdays uh the last tuesday of each month once a month where we'll live stream it We'll play trivia with you guys. We can have a little drink together, a little cocktail hour, and then you can live chat to us. We'll roast you in person. And then first pra- first place gets a prize. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. I know you guys like Trivia Tuesdays, so hope you enjoy that. And then the last offering is monthly movie night, where you guys tell us what movie the four Popcorn Heist team members should watch, and then we all go live together to talk about whether we hated or loved it. Very so excited. If you like and support popcorn heist uh we we really uh would love it if you support us on patreon um to give you guys even more content and just expand the community and then we also please if you like this podcast please follow and give us a review on itunes because it's really going to help us grow and expand our follower base on popcorn heist to be able to give you even more content all of this is to give you guys more stuff that you enjoy so tell us what you like tell us what you don't like Uh, just we'd love to hear from you and we'd love your support we appreciate any support you can give nice guys join the heist (laughs) join the heist thanks everyone
Thank you.